0: Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the latest episode of Biblio Escapes and Discussion. Today, I have got the very pleasure of being joined by Norwegian photographer, um, Arald Heitman. I hope I've pronounced it right. I've probably spelled,
1: pronounced it wrongly, but good evening, Arald. How are you? Uh, good evening. Uh, I'm, I'm fine. Um I'm am a bit nervous, I have to say. It's it's uh, the first time I've I've done um, an interview like this. I've done written interviews uh, before, but uh, yeah, this is the first time I'm I'm doing a, a spoken interview. So so this will be interesting. You'll be you'll be
0: absolutely fine. You've got nothing to worry about. Uh, there's there's no trick questions. In fact, there's no questions at all. To be honest, um, it's it's really just a very friendly uh, friendly discussion about your incredible body of work, Haim which I've probably pronounced wrong as well, but um, in English, it's home. So um, but we'll yep. obviously get on to talking about that uh, in shortly. But before we get on to talking about your book, it'd be great if you could give everyone an introduction to who you are and your photographic journey.
1: Yeah, um, it's, been a, it's been a lifelong journey, to be honest. Uh, I started out, uh, I've always, like, the place I was born and grew, grew up is uh, in the middle of nowhere. Uh, in in northern Norway so I grew up in the forest uh, uh, just close by the mountains and ever since I was a small kid I've been into fishing in the mountains and just outdoors uh, doing all kinds of things and um, and then kind of uh, like early 2000 around 2005 um, I had a need to or I felt a need to to document my fishing trips uh, properly um, cool. uh, more of the expeditions I did and and I bought a, a, a Nikon um, D40 back in 2005 I think it was and uh, I remember from the first picture I took that it was kind of like a I was hooked immediately and like I could feel instantly that like, oh shit this is something I really want to want to do more of and and just um uh, and within just a few weeks, I, I just started to, to kind of look for inspirations and trying to get better and just uh, making all the mistakes possible over the next few years, actually. So, <laughs> so it was a it was it was fishing and, and the love of nature that got me into photography, and and from there there was uh, things just started rolling um, rather quickly, to be honest. And within three or four years, uh, it was becoming very serious, uh, like serious for me. Like it was, uh, it was becoming, uh, an obsession, uh, uh, trying to get better at photography and just, uh, yep. yeah. Exploring, exploring my, my, my local area as much as possible. Mm. And that just, well, the ball kept rolling. And, and, um, within a few years, um, I met, uh, what is now my one of my closest friends and, and my uh, my business partner, Stian Klu, and, and we founded uh, a tour company uh, together uh, about ten years ago, and it's now uh, the biggest photo tour, photo workshop company in Norway. So it's been a journey of it's been a journey of fifteen years, uh, which has uh, if I knew then when I took that first camera with me that it would open up. A whole new world to me. Um, I would, uh, I would just, uh, I wouldn't believe it if someone told me that back then. But it's, it's been an incredible journey.
0: Yeah, a- absolutely, an incredible journey. And your work, your work shows for it. It really is a stunning, beautiful body of work. Your book itself, which uh, I can only describe as being um, a serious coffee table book. Um, it's not for, it's not for. I wouldn't say the faint-hearted. It's not for the the, the light-hearted anyway, because. I think there's over 200 photographs within this book and it's really just such an incredibly extensive uh, collection of work, which for me, I've I've been to Norway a couple of times, but it really just takes you back into the beautiful landscape and and it, it's, it's stunning. That's 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 all I can really say about the photographs. Absolutely beautiful. Um, and it's been the time that I've had to look through. It's been an absolute pleasure just to like kind of transport myself back to the landscape that you that you photographed and that you've captured. And a combination of the big vistas, but also the real intimate, close, detailed shots that really show your true connection to the landscape.
1: Well, thank you. I'm I'm uh, I'm thrilled to hear that you enjoyed the book. It's uh, like you said, it's certainly not an an easy uh, book. It's it's not. It's probably quite different from a lot of the of the of the regular landscape photo books. Uh, and it for me that was uh, the whole process of of creating the book was um, a draining experience in many ways. It was um, both mentally and and it it came to a point where I couldn't sleep uh, it, it's uh, it was just it, it it was it was almost at times like it was a creature that was consuming me and it was just uh, it was extremely tiresome to 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 work with but it's but I think I reflected quite a lot over it and I think it's uh, it, I think it's connected with the fact that these are images that mean a lot to me personally. Yeah. Uh, I have a deep connection to pretty much every photo in the book yeah and yeah. i just wanted it to be perfect in the way that i had visualized it and i think maybe i got too far into it and uh, someone should have stopped me at some point but uh yeah it's 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 uh, well if i could get a little bit of that kind of personal connection through to the to the uh, to the viewer or to the reader then um, then just a little bit then I'd, uh, i've certainly succeeded um
0: but I, yeah Absolutely, I can un- I can understand when it's your own when it's your own work. I can totally understand and see exactly why someone becomes all consumed in what it is. Because you, as you say, you have your vision and you know how these images should be presented, and you know the the emotion that you're wanting to get across. And it does. It's it's something that you just work and strive for every finer detail to make sure it, it's absolutely perfect. And uh, what what you've accomplished is is quite incredible. Um, but the work speaks for itself. It's your your photographs are your photographs are stunning. The, the processing, the the feel that they get um, but also th- it's also a combination of of your paper choices as well. So it's a it's a beautiful matte uncoated paper that really just gives such a texture to the images, um, and without taking away the color, the blueness of them just reminds you of the bite, or reminds me personally of the biting gold of. Of Norway in, in the midst of winter, um, and it's something that
1: you've accomplished beautifully, Harold. Uh, well, you've you've touched upon uh, quite a few things um, <laughs> in that sequence. Uh, uh, first of all, I don't, I, 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 think it's really weird to hear uh, other people praise my work. I, I have a lot of it. It's it's we're all our worst, our own worst critics, and, yeah. and, and yeah. I'm I'm overly critical of my own work but um it's funny that you mentioned the paper because uh because the paper was really uh, like the main thing for me I wanted the book to be to give the feeling of, of of flipping through prints like fine art prints yeah I didn't want people to to I didn't want um, uh, to be like a regular book I wanted people to sit down with a glass of wine and just flip through the pages carefully slowly and, and not in one take, just oh, maybe a week and just go through the like there um, each image is a final print on its own and that's the feeling that I wanted to to kind of get through uh, but paper choice is difficult it's it's uh, okay. certainly certainly uh, for me the most important thing uh, in any book I think uh, uh, I've had I've had books in my collection that The work itself is brilliant experience for me, um, so I'm, I was very, very clear uh, when I went to to um, to uh, the design company that did the book or designed the, did that because I'm terrible with creating PDFs and, and all that stuff. Uh, so so the paper choice was was crucial to me, and I ended up uh, choosing the the heaviest, uh, most expensive paper they had. Uh, it's 180 grams, yeah. uh, which is quite heavy, and 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 like you say, it's it's. Uh, it's not perfect for all all the images in the book, for sure. There are there are uh, quite a few images in the book that suffer from that paper. But it's overall, nice. I think I think that the, the, the feeling and there's just the texture of the paper uh, was more important to me than than, than keeping a hundred percent sharpness and, and and all the details in every photo. Um, so uh, so at the end, looking back, I'm really glad that I picked the paper I did and. and and I think it adds to the to the feeling or the the experience of uh, of um, looking through the, the the book.
0: Yeah, I I, I totally agree, and I th- I think the paper choice that you've gone for I think complements. The vast, vast majority of the images, and 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 really adds to the the atmosphere and the emotion in those images. As you see, you will never get a paper choice that suits, or you're very unlikely to get a paper choice that suits 100 of all images. So I think you've always got to play on what what the important parts are. But I, I think, as you see, it's a it's a weighty it's a weighty p- a paper choice you've gone for, particularly in a book of that size. But um, I think overall, it's 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 superb. But how, how, what, was your, what was your approach when you started thinking about the book in terms of how, how did you want to present your work? It, for me, it feels as though it's very much through the seasons. You start in winter, you work through spring, summer, then the beautiful autumn colours come in, and then you finish with a bit of winter at the end.
1: Uh, that was a bit of a process to go through to decide uh, exactly the storyline of the book. Um, mm-hmm. I also think a good book should have a story it yes. uh, should tell a story and not just just be a collection of your best shots it's it's not a it's not a best of uh, yes. R.L. Heitman images uh, yes. for sure it, it's it's uh, it should be a clear storyline so I start out with a subtle winter I'd say that the first 10 or 15 pages in the book uh, is almost um, I think a lot of, of people who, who start flipping through the book look at the, the first pages and go what is this it's just uh it's weird it's it's just colorless and it's just uh, almost like uh, sketches with a with a, a pencil or something it's just really anonymous um, some of the people who who I used for um, for feedback during the process said you you might be doing a very stupid thing with opening the book with uh, the most anonymous images in the book because people might lose interest before they get to the to the images that are most uh, eye grabbing yes uh, so but it was a deliberate choice i wanted it to be kind of set the mood for um for uh because i don't i don't i'm not a big fan of, of this wow uh like screaming images it's more quiet it's um so so it's it's but, but yeah it's, it's it's a balance for sure it's uh and i went back and forth but the storyline was pretty clear for me from the beginning it has to be kind of show my home area through the seasons from the the cool winter through the extremely short spring if we even might call this we don't have spring up here uh, and then the colorful summer and then the wonderful autumn colors and then the dark period when you have the auroras back again and you have more well transition back to winter again so so that was kind of the storyline of it and um, and i stuck to it and um and yeah it's a uh, like I said, it's important that an image that a book flows naturally and has a, as a as a like you when you're flipping through, you're on a journey,
0: yes. and
1: um, yes. and it feels natural, so you're not jumping back and forth between uh, all kinds of things. So
0: uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think the natural flow through the book. Eh, it's interesting that you you comment that spring's very very short, and I, I can see from I can see from the images, spring is indeed very short. But it, it's lovely to see the natural progression, particularly when. It's uh, and I think it works particularly well for the subject, which is which is your home and it's it's your home area. So there's a there's a natural story to tell by taking someone through through basically a, a year in a year through your eyes of seeing how your your local area your your home area changes as as the as this as the year is But the, the colours autumn colours in particular are absolutely beautiful and. Uh, um, I, I I really like the first 10, 15 images where it feels very anonymous and it really lets my mind think and imagine what your home area might feel like and might represent. I yeah. would actually see this big wow huge vista to begin with. It 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 kind of sets the scene. You you begin to pick pick it up piece by piece, which I think is wonderfully done. Yeah, thank you. Uh, well it, it
1: could have been it could have been easy for me to to make a book uh, with with grand vistas from lofoten or senya or all these epic places that I because I live my home areas in the middle It's literally in between Lofoten and senya uh, so so it's kind of it would have been easy for me to just take the easy way and and just um, grab because I have hundreds and, and hundreds of images from both Lofoten and senya uh, but I'm not as connected to those areas as I am yeah. with my area back home so the challenge for me was to 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 make images from this rather unknown and, and somewhat anonymous area and actually make it interesting for 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 the for the reader and um uh, the process is rolling it's like it's a uh, it's, uh, it's a train and you can't stop it it's just uh, it's just oh my internet connection is unstable, but okay, I hope you can hear me still. Yeah,
0: okay. um,
1: it's it's a process that uh, that it came to a point where your create creativity just constantly is flowing, and I was creating work every day for months, and it was just uh, when you're on that that in on that role and on in that mode, you just um, it's an incredible feeling, uh, yeah. and you don't realize until afterwards that okay, this was actually. Training me completely Um, but yeah it was it was very rewarding Um, and it's funny with those those first few pages which are almost like white on white and and just very very subtle uh, it's a tricky those images are quite tricky to to print uh, because you never especially with the color uh, there there could be color casts and 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 more subtle nuances that you're not 100 percent in control of until you actually get the book in your hands, uh, so for me the worst period in the whole process was the period from when I sent everything in and I knew that it was going to print. Uh, I had already gotten my uh, my proofs, and and as you uh, you're aware of, you only get a few proofs. You know you don't get a proof of the whole book. You just get a, yep. like a selection. In my case, it was uh, eight or nine pages. Yeah, and yep. and you kind of have to uh, have to. Use those eight or nine proofs uh, uh, to determine what all the other images will look like. Uh, so in my case, when I got the proofs back, all of the proofs were too dark uh, compared to to my files, which is common in printing. You always uh, the printing tends to be a little bit darker than, the, than the, the, di- the digital files. Yes. But so what I chose to do was to just make a decision and brighten all my images for the book. just go okay this is going to be since all the proofs were were a little bit too dark i'm just gonna do a calculation and 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 just make all the images in the book brighter
0: yeah
1: before i sent it to printing and then it would then with the wait of uh three or four months uh where you where you just uh you go through all possible scenarios of, of things that can go wrong with the colors and and everything and uh this is where I started to lose sleep and just uh, yeah went went nuts and and then I get the the, the test copy back um, like my own first version of the book before it actually goes into print like the before the main yes yeah uh, yes. and I get the book and I open it and uh, the colors look great the the brightness of the images look great but four or five images in the book had these large specks on them. Um, uh, almost like a, uh, it looked like a hair or something got stuck on the, on the press yeah. so uh, it looked like you know when you have a uh, when you have a dirt on your sensor it almost looked like that Yep. on four or, four or five of the images and I just immediately on the phone to the publisher and say hey this is this is unacceptable it's just <laughs> uh, this you, you can't be printing this it's 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 a disaster and um, thankfully they hadn't gone and started doing the, the main print so they managed to to clean that up and, and fix that problem. And I was I was relieved and, okay, calm down. And then comes the main shipment of the books with all the... the it's, a small, it's a small production, uh, a small edition. It's only 500 books. And then I get the boxes. Uh, it's Christmas Eve and, and uh, everything in, in, in one. Um, and I take one of the boxes and I unwrap it and I take up my first book and I hold it in my hands and I'm like sit down, I pour myself a glass of red wine and start flipping through and uh, I'm super nervous because I'm afraid that something might be wrong yep. and everything looks good and then I get towards the end of the book where I have a sequence of four or five or a few aurora images, not the lights images and I turn a page and I see there's a page that is upside down and it, I'm, I, I like I literally just I froze and I my, my heart rate went up to 250 and I thought Oh my god, what is going on? And so there was basically a, a, a paper, one of the pages was just turned upside down. It's probably done in the in the in the printing process that someone someone turned it the, the wrong way. And and I just froze completely and panicked because they had all the pre-orders and all the I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be a disaster. So I open up all the, the as many boxes as I could and flip through. And the only copy that had that mistake <laughs> was the first copy that I took out. And I'm like, this can't be like, like what are the odds of you picking out one book of 500 and that one has a page that is upside down? So it's it's um it's it's incredible. But it was it was it was like someone was playing with me and just just uh, toying did, with my nerves. Yeah, did
0: did did it intentionally, knowing that uh, right? Okay this is the book that he's likely to pick up first. So we'll make sure there's just one page upside down just to see if he's paying attention um, oh. and, if, and, and, and if he's on the ball. But but as you say, when, when you're waiting several months for something, it's bad enough when you're waiting a week for something to come through, if you've maybe ordered something small, yeah. but to be waiting three or four months when you're waiting, awaiting such a big shipment. And as you say, when, when when you do your prints at home and when people print their work at home, you're in full control of the process. If, if a yeah. print comes out and it doesn't look right, you can make the adjustments, send it out again. If it, does, it still doesn't look right, you can do it over and over again until you get it looking exactly as you want. Whereas, as you say, you're working on eight pages out of 200, 250, yeah. and it's it's fine margins of error. And and as you say, you're, you're dealing with such a wide range of images from very, very... Light minimal tones to some which are very bold colors, and yeah, it's yeah. it's it, you, you're having to make the call for all of those. But uh, but when when you when you when you obviously decided to, to make the book, where how did you approach the sequencing? And were there some were there some images that you went out to specifically shoot for the book?
1: Oh yeah, um, as the project went on, I, I worked uh, specifically for for because I worked all the all the way with the with the design and the sequencing. I kind of wanted to have a bigger scene accompanied by a smaller, more intimate scene yep. Um, yep. that somehow were are connected in, in a way. Yep. Um, so I'd say a large portion of the book is images that don't, that cannot stand on their own because they're just, they're, they're only there to support its neighboring image okay so they're kind of the 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 especially with the intimate scenes a lot of them don't work on their own they kind of that they're there to they're a supporting role it's like a movie they're just they're just there to support the main the main star um and throughout the book i i went out and shot a lot of those those uh, supporting images for the more grander scenes yeah. uh and and also a lot of the grander scenes because i saw okay maybe i need more of a of the of, More images from fall season maybe i need more uh, more images of 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 wintry mountain scenes and stuff like that so i had to just um work day by day and go out and shoot specifically to to get those scenes yeah um which was a lot of fun uh creatively challenging but but also um yeah very rewarding when you get it right i certainly didn't get it right all the time i i had to do it uh, over and over and over again but uh, but it's uh I really enjoyed the process and, and um, I think a lot of it also uh, came together nicely during lockdown because this was, this was uh, the, the final part of the book was or the final work with the book was uh, was during the first part of lockdown in 2020. Yeah. Uh, so, so I had a lot of time suddenly because uh, normally I'm out traveling uh, all year round. Yeah. But now I suddenly had a, a, a six months with nothing to do and just uh, just shoot for myself and and that's when a lot of the images came came into place and and, and the the project really really uh, shaped up nicely
0: yeah so I, sp- uh, I suppose at that time you've really got the time that you can afford to spend doing and shooting specifically for one for yourself but two also f- for the book where you maybe do have to go out over and over again to get the specific images at the specific time of the year and um, but it really adds to it gives it gives, a, it gives a, a such a balance throughout the book and I like the combination and actually I was I was showing my wife your book uh, just earlier on today because I always like to discuss the books I'm speaking about with her because it just gives a different insight she sees yeah. many different things and she commented just exactly as you did, how it, it's a lovely, it's a lovely combination of something that's a big wider vista on one side or the the grand picture, but it's accompanied by something that um, that's really a bit more uh, a bit more anonymous and a bit more intimate. But uh, unlike you, she thought some she thought some of them. Ps- you thought the majority of them actually stood up perfectly by themselves as as individual images and you got enough of a flavor without it being totally anonymous in terms of what you're looking at um but uh, but no yeah I, th- I think it's it's a great combination and, and it's it, it's it's nice it's it's it makes such a change from just seeing a, a book full of huge big white vistas i have no doubt that where you where you stay there are Ample, ample locations you could probably go into to and fill the book with two hundred of huge, big, wide vistas. But actually, just to see some of the intimate, the intimate scenes is, is wonderful, and it it gives you a bit more to think about as a viewer because you're you're looking at something and it's maybe not totally obvious when you look at it straight away what it is. But once um, once you get the mind thinking, you can make your own interpretations for for the landscape that you've shot.
1: Yeah. It's. Uh, I certainly have a, a huge archive of 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 the great vistas uh, yeah. with uh, with uh, stunning sunsets and, and sunrises and, and blazing colors, postcards as I call them, um, which I in in. It was never my intention to include those images in the book. Because yeah. uh, I, I, I feel they're, they're um, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of of, of strong colors and uh, and uh, and. Uh, yeah. I just tend to avoid those yep. kind of scenes uh, in my in, in pretty much all my shooting uh, so I, I went for the anonymous more quiet um, yep. I think the, the the more mundane parts or aspects of nature is under communicated the more ordinary things the, the, the more ordinary scenes I, I, I'm put off by a lot of the, the, the chase for the epic yeah uh, most like uh, everything has to be so fantastic and everything has to be so so sensational it's like uh, yeah. nature is not good enough on its own it has to be uh, it's not enough with a nice sunset anymore it has to be a triple rainbow and a unicorn <laughs> dancing on top of a mountain or something. It's, <laughs> it's like and i think social media has has has, has ruined a lot of that um yeah, yeah. expectations uh, expectations and and like I previously I, or in my early years I did a lot of Aurora um, chasing the Aurora uh, I was one of the first who, who did that properly like in, in approach in a landscape photography kind of way instead of just documenting the lights but actually thinking about it as a landscape photo uh, photograph back this is maybe 10 15 years ago um, but nowadays I'm just put off by the whole thing because there's so many yeah over fantastic aurora images that are manipulated and just uh, it's it just uh, it puts me off some uh, so it kind of for me it had it has uh, had an opposite effect in that i'm deliberately chasing the more anonymous parts awesome. of nature yeah. and um, okay. the quiet the ordinary the the boring uh undergrowth of a forest now it's it's like th- those kind of scenes attract me more and more than uh, than the big grand vistas, uh, yeah. which I more appreciate. I, I appreciate the grand vistas more uh, for my own sake. Without a camera, uh, I, I certainly enjoy being out hiking in in stunning midnight sun up here, with overlooking the the craziest mountain that we have. But but, photographically, it gives me um, not a lot anymore so uh...
0: I I know exactly what you mean it's like okay you'll have seen the aurora far far more than I have I've been fortunate to see it several times and in fact the last time we were in last time I was in Norway with my wife we we saw it several times and one night we were standing up on Vic Beach uh, I don't know about one o'clock in the morning we were the only people there I didn't even bother taking my camera because for me actually I don't I've never I've taking pictures i've never published any picture of the roar because for me it's actually it's the experience of standing there watching it and there's no camera that can actually justify it. i can remember exactly what it looks like in my in my my head just the lights dancing and moving around and for me that that beats looking at it on a picture when it when it, it's it's taken away so I, de- I know exactly what you mean when sometimes actually just being out there being out in nature is, is, is what is what it's about, particularly for the big vistas. It's 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 appreciate it with your own eyes, as opposed to necessarily having to take the million pictures and and and, and put it up there. So I, I totally get what you mean there.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, it's, I, I can totally relate. I mean, I, I I take a lot of people on our workshops um, to see the aurora, and and I'm super excited every time i see them, every even though yeah. i you see, see it all the time it still it still amazes me and and i still have great pleasure in, in in looking at it and experiencing it and 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 showing other people it cuz they they obviously they they go crazy and and uh, okay. and, and lose their minds uh, which is totally understandable uh, but for me photographically it doesn't interest me as much anymore and and uh, i think that's just a natural development way or natural personal development i might say so
0: yeah.
1: but yeah it's uh, it's uh, we all we all uh, yeah. our create our creative path just uh, naturally develops over time and then um, yeah. you never know quite where it's going to take you that's it. You find you what what you start, that. what
0: what interests you start with change over time, and, and personal tastes change over time as well, and and that takes you down, takes you might take you down a different route. But I'm really interested. Yeah. To, obviously, two hundred what two hundred odd images in this book. I'm really quite interested to under to understand a bit about how you tackled the sequencing, because it's been really well sequenced. There's there's some lovely, nice, really coherent sets in there as well, particularly when you look at the the thumb th- the thumbnail set up at the back you can really see a beautiful flow so how, how did you approach the sequencing when you when you had so many images to work with
1: uh, first of all I didn't have an editor for the project uh, which I sh- probably should have or maybe I shouldn't it, it's it's because the project was so personal and it was yep. I was so deeply connected to it I think an editor would have been been, been um, completely objective in it and and that person wouldn't have uh, been able to see the 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 meaning of the images in the same way that I have but on the other hand an editor would probably have have cut it down significantly and probably make the 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 selection and sequencing more refined yeah but I think at the same time I would lose some of that personal connection to it so so for future projects i will certainly bring in an editor but for this particular project it was such a personal thing for me that i just wanted to to kind of be my own captain for 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 this project (laughs) Uh, so the so that it's really hard for me to say to pinpoint exactly what i did in the sequencing i'm really thrilled that you think i did a good job with it because i mostly went by feeling and and what i felt was right for the book Um, uh obviously i did a lot of changes along the way and i, I got input from uh, from um, some of the people who helped me with it uh, i I'm, I'm lucky enough to, to know a lot of talented people who who could bring that that extra set of, of fresh eyes on the project and say okay yeah. these images i would just not include them or just maybe move that one over there so so i got a lot of input from from uh, from uh, from valuable uh, friends and 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 uh, but the, the main sequencing I did myself, and, and it was quite difficult. Uh, so I just sit down. I sat down and moved around in uh, in um, in um, InDesign uh, Adobe InDesign, and just moved around and see okay which one balances out ton- tonally. Like I was I was paying attention to the tonality of the images, yeah. yeah. The balance of it. Uh, which images especially when you have two images on the same uh, on the same spread then okay how do they connect to each other that's that's because that's that's key if you have if you have an off balance there then then that could ruin a lot um and i also went deliberately chose to have a lot of empty pages just to kind of give the viewer a a bit of a break from it all because it's it's a massive book with a lot of images and and if you're constantly bombarded with imagery You're kind of tire from it. Uh, I'm sure people are tired uh, (laughs) after going through it, but still it was, so it was a lot of back and forth with balancing and and just figuring out which images connected nicely to each other. Uh, And I also specifically shot images. Let's say that I have an image of a a birch tree in the right colors. Then I kind of felt, okay, I need another one. To balance that image, uh, but it has to be this in this way. So I went out and shot that specifically for that spread. Yeah. So it's it's um, it was quite a, a tedious work and uh, and a lot of trial and error and, and and just testing out different stuff until I finally just let it go and say, okay, I'm done with it now. So um,
0: yeah. But yeah, yeah,
1: it's a, it's a mix of mix of my own personal vision and and uh, some good advice from uh, from a few good friends of mine who I should really mention. I'm um, uh, um, Anthony Spencer from 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 the UK. Yeah, great friend yep. of mine, amazing photographer, and and uh, he brought a, a fresh pair of eyes to the project, as well as Stian obviously my my business partner, who is my greatest sparring partner in photography, and and he helped a lot, and uh, and also um, uh, Trim Evar Bergsmo who who wrote the the, um, the forward, yeah, um, who yep. also. Uh, Gave really good advice on 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 the sequencing and and which images should maybe move move this image from this page over to that yes. page because it balances. With it. So so all those kind of this, yes. those little conversations yes. that really help shape the product. So um, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think everyone can benefit from having a fresh pair of eyes from a trusted friend who, who, yeah. knows, who, who knows your work and and knows the subject matter that you're talking about and as you say you you you're engrossed you're in work you're working on this project day in day out you yeah and, and it, it's great just to have a fresh pair of eyes take a look at it and say yeah this works but this image jumps out at me as being out of place and it's something that your eyes are probably naturally just flowing over, but when it's just pointed out to you, it's just it might just be one or two images here or there that need to be moved around or tonally changed. But it, it can just really sharpen up and, and tighten up around the smaller edges. Um, and yeah, it's always interesting to hear how people view their own work, because it's very different when you're viewing a sequence. Okay, it's 200 images, but you're you're it's it's broken down into little chunks and it's it's very different from looking at small sequences of images which have got to have a natural flow, as opposed to when people are posting images on Instagram, social media, whatever. Totally different. And but I I think there's always there's something so much nicer about seeing images that work as work as little sets and little sequences that you can see a coherent body of work, and it's just one, two, three, four, five, and they just work lovely as a set.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, the sequencing is is super important. Yeah, and uh, and and that was also the most time consuming consuming part of the project. It took took uh, probably two or three months to get the sequencing right. Um, and there are so subtle differences and just subtle changes that seems unimportant and, and and at the moment. But then you look at it later and like, oh, this was really a critical. Change that I did. I am so glad I did it. And um, uh, looking back now, I okay, I would probably have sequenced done some changes. I would probably take out maybe ten or twenty images from the book. Yeah. But yeah. it's but it, it's now it's so distant to me. So so I have a uh, it's impossible to get that distance when you're working on the on the project. So so. But yeah, it's it's the sequencing is is uh, is is really really consuming and, and just difficult um but, but but it's so it's so rewarding when you
0: get it right though when when you can open the book up and you you're looking through and you just think yeah this really flows there's a natural flow here that that's when it's rewarding and it's it's worth the time and effort because as you say if you don't get the sequence wrong then your people are jumping around from one image to another the story doesn't flow it's not telling the narrative that you wanted to tell and and it really becomes quite uh, quite obvious at that point but yeah uh, yeah
1: but- obviously it's 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 a, it's a tough job to to keep the viewer or the reader interested through 240 pages yeah. it's it's yeah. Uh, it's it's a long attention span there so so you kind of got to keep if it if it gets repetitive and, and monotonous you 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 will lose interest quite quickly uh and i think i experienced that myself when i do uh the, some of the other books i just find myself 20 pages in and i'm like okay uh kind of drifting off mentally already uh so so to to be able to keep that interest going you need to to change it up uh the 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 images and the feeling of the or not not necessarily the images but the feeling the images gives you so that it kind of keeps you on your toes throughout the book that's uh, maybe the biggest challenge uh uh, but thankfully by sequencing it as a journey through the seasons you get a natural change Yes. yes So so you kind of you feel that you're constantly okay, this you're getting towards the end of summer, you could see the colors are fading a little bit. So maybe it, it keeps it the viewer a little bit on on their toes. Um yeah, yeah. And yeah. and and yeah, because it is difficult to keep 240 pages uh interesting throughout because that's it's it's like you say it's it's a massive book so so yeah yeah but, it's so.
0: a it's a big book but it's a it's a it's a wonderful book to to dip in and out of and and as you say yeah. it's it's one to to enjoy and, and consume over time whereby yeah you you can spend the time you you can pay attention to the detail and you're not having to rush through it because um, as you say yeah there, there's a lot of work there and you really want to take it all in as opposed to just feeling as though it's a, it's not a rush it's a it's, it's a lovely piece to be able to work now, but has it given you a bug for it for making future books? Do you, do you think you've, you'll make books in the future?
1: <laughs> I, it's funny uh, when I was done with it, I just said, okay, I'm, I'm not going to do any book, more books at all. I'm done with this. It's, it's just forget it. It's, it's too much. Uh, <laughs> it's too much work, both emotionally and, and, and logistically and, and all the yeah. things that are involved in bookmaking that people don't, realize uh but i was just having a conversation with steon my, my my partner just uh, a couple of days ago and and we we will do another book project together um maybe next year uh, or we've already started looking at it and and see because it's me and him we're like uh, we're like uh simon and garfunkel um uh, right yeah we kind of you can't you can't look at my work without looking at his work and, and vice versa we're kind of like a two-headed monster in many ways so 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 this project uh, with my home area is probably the only project where i'm completely alone about it the the all the other projects uh, are so tightly connected uh, as as a partnership with him so so the next project will will be a book um, about northern norway but in in a completely different way uh, than than this one uh, so so yeah i'm i'm already looking forward to to um, to working on that it'll probably be a series of books so so hey, we'll see
0: so, sounds excellent and and you've got the benefit of having been through the process already so you, you begin to learn you can you you can pick up on things and as you say you maybe look back and think right, okay yeah I'm really pleased with this but if I was doing another one I would do this slightly differently and and it will be the same when you do the second book you'll be exactly the same for the third book and the fourth book it's always a learning process um, and it's there, certainly always-
1: yeah like like the next book I am certainly will be very picky with requesting the right proofs like i will be <laughs> yeah. i will be I will be telling them specifically which PG's images PG. I will give I want to get proofs of because this time it was completely random so so um, so so just that will help ease my mind and just just calm yeah. myself down because there's a lot of uncertainty with the, with the proofing and, and the printing but yeah it's um it, I've been getting, been getting quite a lot of questions about uh, how to make a book and and what's involved in it and and people asking me for advice and and i just say it's uh it's extremely rewarding when it you're explains. done and and it's it's a very it's a process that would you will learn a lot about yourself and learn about a lot of things that you you wouldn't think about otherwise um but it's 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 very very uh, stressful and and uh, and just uh, painful at times, but uh, but yeah, I, I, I if someone wants to make a book, then then I just say go ahead and, and do it because it's it's uh, it's certainly the best way to in my in my opinion it's the best way to appreciate photography um, besides doing going to to huge uh, exhibitions and and yeah. looking at large yeah. prints, but but to have a physical copy of a of a nicely produced book in your hands is just something completely different from what Ninety-nine point nine percent of today's photographers um, do so.
0: Yeah. yeah, I I I couldn't agree with you more. Yes, it's it's wonderful to be able to sit down and enjoy someone's work, be it two hundred pages, be it twenty pages. There's still been thought, effort, time has gone into to creating a, a physical object, and and it's wonderful. You you can you can just sit down and enjoy it over time. You're not scrolling at a million rates per second down your screen to see something that is then gone a second later and you can never find it again. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it's, it's wonderful to see people producing their work in, in printed form in books that it, it can be enjoyed in, in the way that the author has intended it to be presented from, from start to finish and you're not jumping around all over, all over a screen to, to see it as you want to yeah. see it.
1: I think it's also cool that uh, I see a lot more people Actually, publishing books and and uh, a lot of, of of my favorite photographers publishing books and, and instead of just posting online uh, on social media. So I, I think it's I wouldn't say it's a trend, but it's certainly something uh, a lot more people do. And because it's become much easier to to yeah. like back yeah. in the day, you had to go through a publishing company and it was a whole. But now you can self-publish and it's just a way easier. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And, and it's it's uh, a, 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 it's Buying photography books and and supporting other photographers and, and just enjoying their work, the way that they intended it to be enjoyed, like their yeah. the way they want it to be presented, it's just um, an incredible uh, experience. I think and I I just love collecting photo books. It's just it's uh, yeah. it's, it's extremely fun.
0: Well, th- well, that's it. And certainly, I don't know what it's like in Norway, but in the UK, there's now quite a few companies online that you can very affordably get a small zine printed either stapled or perfect bound yeah and and it's it's very cost effective and it allows you to produce your work in whatever shape or form you want at an affordable level that you can maybe sell 50 copies and it's, it's feasible it's financially viable and as yeah. you say oh all these opportunities are, are are great in terms of shared work it, it doesn't always need to be a, a huge big coffee table book that people do some people i think think that that's their definition of a photo book whereas actually it's, it's any published work that's 15 pages at 15 photographs there's there's still time that's gone into doing it and it's still just as
1: enjoyable to review oh yeah definitely i i mean uh, the majority of my collection is certainly not, uh, not the size of my book. It's, yes. it's smaller books and, and even, what do you call it, signs? Signs, uh, yep, yep. yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're very enjoyable. If they're done right, there's certainly a lot of, of, of quality in there. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, um, it doesn't have to be massive and it doesn't have to be super impressive or anything it's just uh yeah but it's something about holding your the, the physical yeah. product in your hands uh, and just seeing your work on print that is just satis- a satisfaction on, on a whole different level than yeah. compared yeah. to uh, to a gallery on a website or or god forbid social media or something like that uh, absolutely so, uh,
0: Well, on on that note, um, as as I always request of all my guests, I'm always interested to see what some of their favorite photo books are from their own collections. So I would love for you to share maybe four or five of your favorite photo books with us.
1: I I picked out five. uh, Brilliant. Five books. Um, uh, The the first one is quite obvious. It's actually, it's the first, uh, or it's the book that kind of was almost like a blueprint of my own book um it's uh, it's uh, arctic by vincent munier right uh it's uh it's a, a combination of wildlife and, and animal or wildlife and landscape photography i don't know if you have the book in your collection i don't know it's it's, uh, it's this one. Oh, beautiful it's uh, it's it's all this minimalistic uh, black and white and uh, like a mix of black and white and color photography and it's very minimalistic winter scenes uh, white wolves polar bears Arctic landscapes, it's just beautifully done. And, uh, and when I had my book uh, ma- made, I actually took my copy of this book to the publisher and said, I want to make it's something nice. similar to this. And, and so, so that's kind of what, what started the whole process for me was that book. It's, it's, um, it's just a beautiful Piece of work, and, and uh, still today, it's, it's one of my very favorite books. Uh, the images, Vincent Munier, is, is an incredible photographer, and and, and the, the printing quality and the paper quality is just—it ticks all the boxes for me. So, it's, it's just really nice. Yeah. Another another one is uh, Michael Kenna. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of Michael Kenna. His uh, his work is it's just, just stunning, and I could I could like name a whole bunch of his books, uh, like uh, the Hokkaido book, the France book. Uh, they're all just, just just amazing books. But the one that I picked is it's actually a smaller book. It's uh, it's quite small. It's the one called Korea. It's uh, small. It's not many, not many pages either. It's uh, not many photographs, but each of them are so delicate and the paper is amazing the sequencing is super nice it's just it's just uh exactly that's the one it's amazing i love it it's it's uh, despite it's it's small size it's 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 quite impactful so uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, it's. It, I agree. It's, it's a beautiful book, beautifully been printed as well, and just just a lovely body of work. And it just shows it doesn't need to be the scale of some of his other books. Um, but yeah, it's. It's yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of Michael Caine as well. I've got several of his books, um, and yeah, they're all they're all really beautiful. And and it's it's a lovely cloth material
1: as well. The career book. Yeah, he certainly has uh, a lot of his books are massive, and yeah, and. Yeah. and, and 10 times the size of that one, but it's uh, still that's one of the ones uh, that I really, really enjoy. Uh, Another one is uh, from the Icelandic photographer Ragnar Axelsson. Yeah. uh, Faces of the North. Yeah. uh, Which is, it's more of a a portrait, uh, environmental portraits of of people from the Northern Hemisphere. And it's, but it's something about the feeling of the images that just grabs you. And and I don't know if it's the tonality of his black and white. it's just super well done and it just pulls you in in a way that uh very few photographers are able to it's it's the image is almost three dimensional uh and I, I think it has to do with, the, with just the way he shoots it's it's just incredible so yeah it's, it's, uh,
0: I I, I lo- also love the combination of the people with the landscape and it just gives a it gives a different experience or a, a different message and emotional connection f- through the people to to the barren landscapes that he's shooting as well. I, I just think yeah, it's a it's a fantastic yeah. book. All of his books are. All of, these yeah, all, all, his,
1: all of his books are, are, are incredible and, and uh, highly recommended for, for everyone. Uh, landscape photographers or, or portrait photographers or whatever, everything is just it's photojournalism at its Basically. very finest. Uh, another one I have is is by um, it's a it's a it's a collaboration. It's by Sandra Bartoscha and Werner Bollmann from Germany. Uh, it's called Lease. It's uh, it's quite, it's, it's about the same size as my book. It's quite, uh, quite oh, heavy. Yes. Yep. It's a uh, it's it's a beautiful book about the north, uh, like Scandinavia. Yep. Uh, the imagery is delicate, very. Uh, it's not iconic or anything. It's just very delicate and 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 kind of almost has i don't know if i could say it's like a feminine quality to it it's yep. it's, it's very soft and 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 the the tones and the images are just uh, very very nicely done and and, and i know sandra is, is um excellent in design uh yeah yep. so she knows she knows how to she, she's designed a lot of other uh, books for other photographers so she certainly knows what she's doing and, and this book is just the paper is perfect uh, for for the images, and it's just beautifully done. And uh, it's it's one of my very favorite books for sure.
0: Yeah, it's it's a book that's on my wish list, so I will eventually get round to doing it. But yeah, I enjoy I enjoy following Sandra's work, and I've I've heard her talk about the, the book and the project as well. Yeah, I think she was at a conference in the UK several years ago, and yeah, it was great to to hear her talk about it. But uh, she's yeah.
1: she's just she's just one of those photographers that keep pushing the the. The abstract abstract yeah. uh, landscape photography yeah. in a way that it's just every time i see a new shot from him, i'm like i wish i could i wish <laughs> i was able to do that myself it's just it's it's, it's really really good and then yeah. um, it's it's a rare quality and so so yeah i highly recommend it the last one is a it's a bit of a gem um it's by the japanese photographer called takeshi mitsukoshi it's called yeah. radiance Radiance or let's see the okay so the the whole title of the book is The Hodaka okay Radiance Radiance and Wind in the Japan Alps Radiance right Uh, Takeshi Mitsukoshi Uh, he's what he's now 83 years old Um, this book is from 1986 I think right it's the first time I flipped through it. It's, I was like, just, it's breathtaking. It's, it's incredible. Black and white oh, beautiful. Uh, mountain. It was just snow patterns. And it's just some of the most stunning mountain photography I've,
0: I've ever
1: seen in, in, in color and black. It's just, it's so, yeah, this is uh, has one of my most inspirational books, um, uh, and and he's he has another book uh, called Journey to the Midday Star or, so, or Midnight Star or something like that. It's super hard to find. It's quite expensive if you if you can find it. But it's um, his work is just it's just a hidden treasure. It's uh, yeah. his 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 online presence is is zero. He has no Instagram. <laughs> Yes, he it's nothing. It's it's almost impossible to find any info about him. It's uh, yeah. but he's uh, he's yeah. he's considered one of the greatest Japanese landscape photographers throughout history. So so it should be possible to pick up through a. Uh, uh, I'll,
0: I'll take a look. I I love Japanese photography. I've got a number of books, um, but yes, I've I've discovered that quite a lot of them have got zero online presence. whatsoever, yeah. and it can be quite hard to track some of them down, but. Uh, you get some really beautiful uh, Japanese photography books, black and white, some really quite bold contrast as well.
1: Um, it's just stunning. And some of the, so there's some stories also in the book that he's written. So he's, when I first started looking through the books, I'm like, okay, so what are, are they taking cable cars up to these mountains? Are they, uh, or are they uh, like, is it helicopter or, or aerial photography? But then you read some of the stories and it's just hardcore mountaineering. in yeah. In like the the 60s and 70s, with poor equipment and and stories of of, uh, of his friends just uh, being swept away by avalanches, and it's just it's just really really hardcore stuff. So so just reading all of that and then looking at the images, you go, okay, this guy is uh, is he's uh, pretty hardcore. You uh, you yeah. there's not a lot of, of of these people around. So so. Stunning photography, stunning storytelling. It's just, um, I couldn't recommend it more. It's it's fantastic.
0: Brilliant. That, that is definitely one I will be uh, spending a wee bit of time to try and find, um, to try and pick yes, up a it's, copy. It it's sounds, definitely
1: worth
0: it. Sounds right up my street. but no that's a fantastic selection of books there i'm pleased that i've got a couple of them so it's not necessarily too expensive that's the only downside when you ask people for their five favorite photo books um but you know something it's fantastic because it exposes you to so many different photographers and different artists that otherwise you would never come across and yeah I i think it's wonderful it's we can always come across new names that you never you'd never have come across before or never thought about that then just shows you a book that you just, or a, a body of work that just really appeals to you?
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, it, it certainly has opened up my eyes to 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 a whole new, a lot yeah. of the photographers that, that I have books of, was people I never heard of before. Yeah. Then other photographers tip, oh, you should check out that book, and and then you yeah. just open up a whole new world to you. So it's it's uh, absolutely it's it's, uh, it's fascinating. Yeah. Uh, be- so, be- uh,
0: before you know it, you've bought ten books that you never had planned on buying, and uh, yes. yeah, it then just follows on. But uh, but it's wonderful. Yeah, as you say, there's nothing better than sitting down and enjoying someone's someone's work in print. I
1: couldn't recommend it more for 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 also for photographers, uh, for aspiring photographers or people starting yeah. out, I get all these questions. How do you, where do you find inspiration or how do you develop your style or, 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 or all, the, all these questions? And, and yeah. I, every time I say, just just get some photography books and, and, and
0: Enjoy find, because
1: it's inspiration. It's, it's everything in... Yeah. Within your hands, instead of just reading online or watching yeah. YouTube videos. You, you, it's, it's, you'll, uh... you'll,
0: yeah, you'll, you'll pick a book up, you'll open it, and you'll see a body of work, set of images that just really connect with you. And you think, wow, that's really, it, it's really nice. It appeals to me. It's the style or it's the subject matter yeah. or whatever it is. And it's okay, I shoot landscape. But at the same time, I still can really appreciate and enjoy portrait photography or wildlife photography. And you, you still appreciate the skill um, that, that's required to, to produce that work, and you get some cracking books and all of that as well. So, yeah, it's it's a wonderful way to share and 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 help promote other photographers as well, which I think is also very important as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, I, I started collecting uh, books two or three years ago, and since then it's just escalated. Yeah, uh, too, too quickly. Uh, it's, I'm it's glad not- I'm. I- it's, it's just, I have packages arriving every week, and it's just like okay, just slow, just take it inside, and just sneak it on my shelf without uh, telling it too loudly. Yes. Just, uh, yes. Some of them are quite expensive, uh, oh, for yeah. sure. But you also find uh, there's a lot of used stores, so, or you could you could uh, you can find some good good deals online for for excellent yeah. books that yeah. doesn't cost yeah. much money. So
0: absolutely there's there's always bargains to be had but yes once you start collecting photo books it's a slippery slope um because you just end up collecting more and more and more um yeah. you, you do at some point but you always become quite selective over the books that you you want to pick up and collect and you're maybe looking yeah. for something just a wee bit different but uh no, oh, it's it's great. I thoroughly enjoy it. But yes, you've got to just need to rearrange my bookshelves to create some more space. I think at some point, so <laughs> yeah. it's, it's always always the challenge. But uh, but on that note, would just would like to thank you very much for your time this evening. It's it's really been a pleasure chatting to you about your work and your book. Um, I hope you enjoyed it, and thank you very much for sharing sharing your journey and and your approach to to your book and also to your photography. It's it's been a pleasure.
1: Well, likewise, it's been uh, it's been it's been a pleasure. I was super nervous about it because I don't I'm, I'm not super confident when I'm, I'm talking like this. But it's it's uh, it's uh, it was uh, I was pleasantly surprised, and it was uh, it was a pleasure. Uh, it's always nice to to talk to like-minded people, and, and yeah, I hope I hope I made some sense, and, and not just. Uh,
0: a, a, lot, a lot of but a, a lot of sense. Don't worry about that. It was it was a real pleasure, and yes, you made a lot of sense, and I I'm sure everyone enjoyed the episode. I'll certainly enjoy listening back to it as well. So uh, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah.